We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. What is up, Broncos country? I am Luke Patterson. He is Thomas Hall. Scott on the ones and twos. We can't thank you enough for joining MHI tonight, where you can catch us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain. And uh, Tom, holy cow, how are we feeling? I feel like it's a night and day difference in Broncos country. They're one game away from 500. They've got some red hot momentum. They upset the Buffalo Bills on Monday night football and stunned the NFL. Yeah. Look, I, uh, I was ready to tear it all down back in week three and say, okay, this rebuild needs to happen because I looked at the roster and there was a bunch of players who didn't know how to win. And I was like, this has been this long. They haven't learned how to win. Maybe it's time to bring in some new blood. But after these last two games, I have changed my mind on that. I think we've got winners. You know, I think we've got some winners. They're learning how to win. Sean Payton is teaching them and, and others that have come in, you know, that have won. Are, they're learning how to win. And to win in Buffalo on Monday Night Football, a desperate Buffalo Bills team, it's a big one. That was a pretty, I mean, I know it was ugly and I know, it, you know, the offense, it wasn't an offensive explosion, even with all those turnovers, that's still a huge win. It's a huge win to go into Buffalo and win. I mean, it really is. So I, and I said, it might've been this show. I said, if they can beat the chiefs and find a way to go into Buffalo and win, they're going to pretty much run the table and go to the playoffs. So I got to stick by it. I got to stick by it. Even Ooh. though I'm still like, I don't know. I don't know what this team is, but you got to stick by it. So what's funny when you talk about sticking by it, right? I'm a creature of habit, so I use sticky notes every day, lists. You should see my desk. It's littered with them. Well, I wrote I wrote down, you know, I said on September 6, 2023, here on MHI, prior to week one, the Broncos would go 10 and 7. This has been hanging out on the desk. I think I'm going to put it at the front of the desk now, right? You're, you're, so you're telling me there's a chance not to go too dumb and dumber on you. But you're that's exactly right. It's optimism that's renewed. And speaking of optimism, Head on over to milehighhuddle.com. Check out Dylan Von Arx's latest article. It's killing it all over the webs, all over the web, rather. Um, and his article features NFL.com issuing um, an apology, Tom, to defensive coordinator Vance Joseph as the Broncos have climbed. 
from the pit of the power rankings and are on their way up. Again, head on over to milehighhuddle.com. Check out Dylan's latest article. Appreciate all your support and what you do for us, bro. Uh, Dylan's always grinding, man. I always love those weekly ranking power articles, Tom, and I've loved them the last three weeks. Obviously, the Broncos have won. Um, Josh Allen, that's a big one. Pat Mahomes, that's a big one. It started with you and I there. Is this a you and I thing, an MHH right. thing? Because it was the MHH meet and greet against right. the Green Bay Packers where the Broncos started this three-week streak. Man, I'm here for it. It is Life is so much sweeter when the Broncos are winning football games, and I don't care how they do it, Tom. I don't care if they're stealing games. I don't care if we're talking about pine tar versus scabs. I don't <laughs> care about any of that because you can't take that win away from them. What's done is done, Dad, just like in Step Brothers, right? I mean, what's done is done. Yeah. On to Minnesota, you never apologize for a win. Yeah, and and if you really are miserable about the Broncos winning as a Broncos fan, get some help, man, because you got to enjoy it. It has been a long time. I mean, it's been a long time since they beat the Chiefs. It's been a long time since they beat the Bills. Two good teams. It's been a long time since they won on Monday Night Football. I mean, mm. if the Broncos, you got to just embrace it when you can. I mean, they they may fall back to who they were and you know not be that great and end up go you know limping to you know seven and ten or whatever it may be. But right now, you got to embrace it and have some fun because. We have not been able to have fun in Broncos country for a long time. And now it's time to have fun, watch them win. And I'm going to tell you, there are winnable games left. Whether they win them or not, I don't know. But there are plenty of winnable games left. Just look at the quarterbacks that they're going to be facing now. You know, Cleveland Browns, that's uncertain. You know, the Kirk Cousin hurt. It, it, sometimes it just falls into place, right? Like things happen. And the next thing you know, they're like, they get five, six wins in a row. It truly is a league of parody, Tom. I mean, I think that's why we as football fans absolutely love the NFL and we're so drawn to the NFL. And I feel like that's one thing that the NFL offers that other professional sports necessarily don't have. And that is parody. I mean, yeah. do you think the Minnesota Vikings, the hottest team in professional football, made a five game winning streak right now, saw the Josh Dobbs thing coming? You don't think no. the Cleveland Browns wish they would have kept Josh Dobbs around in the wake of right. Deshaun Watson going on season-ending injury today? I mean, these are things you're exactly right that we don't necessarily foresee. Sometimes fate happens the way it should. But no, you don't apologize for a win. You don't take that as a miserable sign. And a little peek behind the curtain, we have like our little group chat and Slack app here at MHH, and we talk during the games, and we razz each other and everything else. And I was quick to say, better lucky than good. And the slack. And I, I meant it. I meant it. I truly meant it. I don't care how they won. They won. Now, that doesn't mean that they are without criticism. That doesn't mean that they can't improve. That doesn't mean that we're not going to continue to fire our shots on how this football team needs to improve. They got the win, Tom. That's all that matters. They're coming home. You talked about it. Winning in primetime with the Denver Broncos hasn't happened a lot lately. That was the first road game primetime game away that the Broncos won since 2020. I mean, the last time they had the three consecutive games was way back in 2021. doesn't seem like that long ago, but how many games is that? 36, 45 games? I mean, that's a long time of losing, Tom. This has not happened for a long time, Broncos country. It's cool to see orange out there. Still, for three weeks now, we rolled some orange in from the end of October into November. I want to see orange in December. I want people shopping for Broncos gifts because that means this team is relevant and they continue to win games.
Yeah. No, I'm I'm all for it, man. Got Michael Runkio. Thanks for checking in and the support, as always, with Facebook stars. Michael, thank you. Saying good evening, Luke and Thomas on Mile High Insiders. Go Broncos. Thanks for being here, Michael. Really appreciate What's up, it. Mike. My, a little Mike and Mike action here, That's man. Right. From Michael Runkio to uh, Mike Edel, $5 super. Appreciate you. The mics. I absolutely love it. Hey, Luke and Thomas, I am absolutely fired up from the winning streak. I live in Minnesota. Paul Allen doing a lot of chattering about the Vikings winning in Denver. Well, I'm sure there is a ton of optimism for the Vikings right now, just like there is the Vi- the Broncos, rather. And, you know, they're kind of similar. They're, they're similar in a lot of ways. They're unproven. They're winning. They're upsetting teams. They're shocking uh, the giants of the NFL, if you will. They're surviving. They're escaping. They're stealing wins. Whatever I got to say. It's a dangerous Minnesota team coming in, and and we can't just assume as Broncos fans, oh, it's a home game, Denver, we got this. Josh Dobbs, we got this. Josh Dobbs playing pretty good football right now, Tom. Yeah, I mean, you you have to expect that he'll like kind of come back down from there at some point. I don't know, but you know, it's it it is a different story with him or Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins was a was a statistically great football player. You know, he's throwing a lot of a lot of yards and getting the, you know, getting touchdowns and stuff. So it's, it's hard to understand how they could keep it rolling just, you know, from switching to from cousins to Dobbs. But, you know, I think the Broncos have a shot at it. And if they play like they did the last two weeks, they do. I mean, they have a shot at it, especially if they play, you know, the all three phases. I mean, the, the special teams are doing their part. Defense is doing their part offense off and on, but you know, if they can play like they have, uh, you know, and kick that offense up a notch, they can, they can win plenty of these games and starting with Minnesota. I mean, I, I get it. Minnesota's hot. Broncos are hot too. It's going to be one of those games where you don't know who's going to come out victorious, but I mean, the Broncos have every shot at winning this game uh, that, that more so than they had three weeks ago, three weeks ago, I would be like, yeah, probably another loss. But at this point you, you gotta, you gotta start to favor the Broncos here. Ooh, that's going to be an interesting topic of discussion. We will get into that later in the show. We'll talk picks or or maybe foreshadow what we think is going to happen. It's a little early in the week for picks, right? It feels like we just got done with Buffalo. I know. It's on to the next one, as Bill Belichick would say. Speaking of Belichick, did you see that video of him, the ring video of, of Bill no. Belichick and the walk of shame? Oh, man. Get on X. Get on social media, YouTube, whatever you do. You want to waste like 10 minutes of your life. Go down that wormhole. You'll love it. Uh, All right. We appreciate you guys rocking with us on MHI every 6 p.m. or uh, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain, rather. Uh, Your support means the the world to us. Mike and Mike just came in firing hot. And speaking of hot, got to give our friends over at Little Caesars some love. Hot and ready pizza, guys. Sunday night football's coming up. Make sure Little Caesars has your back. Make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL part of your game day. Tom, I've got my girls heading out to go see some family this week. I'm going to be working, writing about the game. I think I'm going to order up some Little Caesars, man. Hot, fresh, ready. I can order online. And if you order online during our pizza pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after, get some football. Get some fun, get some pizza, have a good time. I don't know about you, Tom, but I'm a, I'm a, what do you like on your pizza? I'm a pepperoni guy, sausage guy. I like to keep it classic. Wife likes to throw yeah. veggies on there. I don't know. Well, I'm a, I'm, I love the meat lovers, man. More meat on it, the better. But I mean, you can choose, that's the thing. You can choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or the toppings that you really crave, man. Either way, it's a winner. You're going to win. 
And uh, speaking of that, speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or in-store pizza portal pickup, right? Grab some friends, grab some slices, and enjoy during the game, man. Little Caesars. Good. Boom. This is a third primetime game. Make sure you grab some Little Caesars. Again, guys, order that online during the Pizza Pizza pregame. One hour before, three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday. Get ready for football and fun. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fun. Uh, guys, we are rocking and rolling. We're reacting to some Bills leftovers on Monday Night Football. We're talking a little bit about the Vikings on Sunday Night Football this coming week, but there was some big news that landed today. The Denver Broncos, man. I don't know if you saw this, Tom. Marvin Mims, AFC Player of the Week, rookie extraordinaire Marvin Mims. How important was Marvin Mims in the overall win against the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football? Because this rookie... He's hot. He's he's yeah. really hot right now. He's one of the staples of this team. Sean Payton said he was going to be involved one way or the other. Certainly made his presence known on special teams. Well, he, I wrote him up on my uh, you know the stars of the game. He was he was huge. That I don't I don't know if the Broncos could have won without Mims giving them the field position they did that he did. Incredible. In fact, I saw and I don't remember the the entire stat, but. The, his punt return average on the year so far is the best of anybody since going back to like 1957 or something like that. It's it's crazy. It's he's it's wow. incredible the job that he's doing. Makes you wonder why he's not doing it on offense, but that's a different story. But man, he deserved it. That was great field position, and he could have been taken down right around the 15, maybe in one of those, and uh, end up. Getting Do you want to know? Return. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why he's not being used on offense. It's because they didn't trade Jerry Judy. You know, Jerry <laughs> Judy, the best play he had all game was getting that P.I. I mean, three catches for 35 yards. 19 was the long. It was a big first down. I'll give him that. But, I mean, Jerry Judy still being underutilized. I I, I still wish they would have traded him. Could have, would have, should have, I know. But, look, they're, they're winning games right now. I just don't know how long-term – Jerry Judy is with the Denver Broncos. Like, are we just going to figure things out? Are we going to sprinkle the ball in occasionally to him? Are we going to get to a point where he's disgruntled? He's not getting enough touches. Do I have to watch Twitter every week? I mean, look, winning football is winning football, but I definitely feel like Marvin Mims has outplayed Jerry Judy and he deserves to get those reps. 
Well, you're gonna see you're gonna see more passing attack as the year goes on. I've said it before. One, you're gonna see Russell Wilson, Sean Payton getting a little bit better with the offense going together. But you're gonna face so they're gonna face some defenses that are susceptible to the pass a lot more so than uh, than some of these other teams that they've faced. And I think you're gonna see a little bit more spreading around of the ball. You're gonna see a little bit more yardage, a little more catches going on. I mean. Think about it. They've got they've still got the Chargers twice, right? So the 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 Chargers not a great pass defense. They can they can light them up. Even the Vikings, really. I mean, they could go in and have a pretty good passing day. It just depends on you know the game plan and whatnot. I mean, really, the game plan against the Bills was to try and run it, and the Bills knew it. They loaded up the box. It seemed like on every play, knowing that it was going to be a run. So they struggled to get that offense rolling. But I don't think they're going to have trouble going forward as much with the the opponents they have on the schedule going down the road. So you're going to see Jerry Judy get more catches. You're going to see him get more yards and you might see Mims get involved a little more. Ah, you gotta, you gotta have it. I mean, the running backs have been catching a lot of passes too. Something yeah. I wrote about uh, in an article coming out a little later this week, my guest coming in here. How about that catch from Cortland Sutton oh. on Monday night? How about yeah. it, Mike, Tom, Scott, we're all super, super loving that catch, man. We're I'm rewinding it. I'm watching it over. Over and over, the most improbable completion of the next-gen stats era. What was it, like a 3% chance or something like that, Tom? I mean, I didn't. on first glance, I didn't think he made it on first glance. I'm like, nope, no way. And then, obviously, thank goodness for that little thing they call replay. Yeah, it was a beautiful catch. In fact, I think Cortland Sutton has two of the best touchdown catches of the season so far they both yep. of them but that that one was miami man i i that that was amazing his body control i think it was what did they say it was like over a like a yard and a half maybe out of bounds and he still kept his feet in when he caught that ball it was crazy mm. i uh i was very impressed. as soon as i saw that replay i was like that's in <laughs> I was well, I was, no, and it was it was great, right? And the Broncos won, so yay, Cortland fumbling, man. How about that? That that fumble. It was it was eerily similar of that Miami game, right, where he had that great touchdown, and then he's all he's always reaching out. And I love it about Court. He's always reaching out, trying to get the first. But man, ball control, baby, we gotta have it. You're a team captain. Uh, that's definitely something that the Broncos have to clean up. Turnovers. Turnovers were the name of the game, right, yeah. for the Buffalo Bills. Um, that's going around there a lot too, right? The Bills just gave the game to the Broncos. That was a close game all the way through. I mean, it was just one of those games where it was a grinded out, um, not necessarily a high-scoring, yeah. potent attack on any offense. Four turnovers. The Broncos' defense were ultimately able to take away only six points, and then Scott pointed this out to me before the game I had, or the show. I didn't even realize zero first downs. The Broncos took the ball over four times from Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills offense, six points, zero first downs. You better believe it. If the Broncos don't win that game, we're talking about Cortland Sutton's ball control issues. We're talking about Mike McGlinchey's false start. We're talking about the offense, not being able to capitalize on these four turnovers. Hell want to talk about running the ball. The Broncos haven't scored a rushing touchdown since week two. And it was yeah. Jaleel McLaughlin, Tom. They rank dead last with one rushing touchdown on the season. I love that the Broncos are committed to the run, but for crying out loud, can we get some running backs in the end zone? Yeah, I was. A little, I actually thought this was going to be Javante Williams' kind of uh, first century mark, get a touchdown type of game, but it didn't happen. And like I said, I think the Bills knew that was the game plan, and they really, they really went after the running game, and they they've struggled. So kudos to them for doing it. 
But yeah, there's the running backs. Uh, Javante Williams is just on the verge of finally getting over that kind of mediocre hump from my perspective. But it wasn't that game, and hopefully it comes it comes soon because they're going to need it. They're going to need that running game. Uh, they're going to have to lean on that uh, several times. I mean, against yep. a couple stout defenses, they're going to have to really lean on that running game. So hopefully, hopefully they can turn it around in Minnesota or even in Cleveland and get it rolling. Well, and your guy Doug is coming in here saying, I'm calling it now. Browning's going to sack and knock Dobbs out of the game, and we win. That would be great, Doug. They got zero sacks against Josh Allen. Come on now. I know everybody right is loving on the defense, but let's look at where some improvements need to be made. I don't know how many games, Tom. I've been writing about it in almost – it feels like a handful at least in my takeaways out immediately after the game over myhuddle.com, and it's like – Zero sacks, zero sacks, zero sacks. Yet the Broncos are winning. They're playing a lot better defensively. But, man, it's tough for me to go there right away, Doug, and just start calling out sacks because that's something this team is struggling with. Uh, William Hayes coming in here, too. He's like, what about Kush and some of those false starts and those penalties? Have to clean it up. Mike McGlinchey is the most penalized Denver Bronco on the team right now. Kush uh, has had a good season, Tom. You really liked him, but not one of his better games. No. They got the dub. That's all that matters. They got the dub. There were all kinds of issues. Russell Wilson was not one of them, Tom. <laughs> he was not one of the problems against the Buffalo Bills. In fact, Russ played very well. He went 24 for 29, 193 yards, two tutties, and he also ran the ball a couple of times, right? Nine rushes for 30 yards, a long run of 10 yards with that nice baseball player slide on that turf in Buffalo. Um, Russell Wilson, what do you make of Russell Wilson's performance in Buffalo? The expectations are continuing to rise for Russell Wilson, and a home crowd wants to see a Russell Wilson victory on Sunday night. Yeah, it depends on who you talk to about how good or bad Russell Wilson is. They can you can nitpick little things here and there and say, "Oh, he does this, he does that." Overall, he played okay. You know, I mean, he's not bad, not terrible, but not great. He, you know, he's doing the same thing he did in Seattle. He holds the ball too long, fumbles a little bit. And, uh, you know, when he takes off, he can make stuff happen with his feet. And that play, that sudden catch would not have happened if Russell Wilson wasn't able to scramble around and buy some time and chuck that ball into the end zone. So you got to yep. give him credit. You have to give him credit where credit is due. And you can tell, you can say that, oh, there are times when he holds the ball too long. He, you know, he panics a little bit and uh, doesn't get that first first quick read and throw it, but th that's not Russell Wilson. So if you're happy with the trade, like I said, last week, if you're happy with the trade. That's what you're getting. This is what you're getting. You're getting the you, Seattle Wilson. And, and the only thing that's not happening is as many deep throws. That's, that's kind of been cut off over the last few weeks. They were doing it early in the season. So I expect it to come back, but yeah, I thought he played fine. I mean, it wasn't great. wasn't bad, but he was a, he was re a reason for that win. I'll tell you, because that, like I said, that scramble and that pass to Sutton, that wouldn't have happened if Russell Wilson hadn't been able to move around the pocket and then get out of the pocket and throw it. It's crazy, Tom. The Broncos start the season what with one win, one and five. Here they are, four and five, just one win away from 500. In fact, per Pro Football Focus, right before MHI went on the airwaves, they're showing a little graphic, and the Broncos are on it. 18% playoff odds right now. Wow. Uh, the Raiders are at 15%, and the Chargers are at 22. So, 
interesting race in the AFC West. The Broncos have to continue those victories if they want to even utter that word postseason. Yeah. Um, right? Get to 500, right? Get to 500, and then your goal should be to be a winning football team. It's one game at a time, but Tom, I didn't think we'd be here November 15th on MHI, just a week away from Thanksgiving, talking about the Broncos winning football. And guys, speaking of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Make sure you do spend time with your friends and your family. Speaking of friends, our friends at Manscaped are good friends of MHH and MHI. So if you're ready to spice up things for your Thanksgiving, make sure that you head on over to Manscaped. Uh, as we dive headfirst into the mountains of mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, let's talk about the unsung hero of the holiday season. And that is the Manscaped Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. That's right. It's time to go cold turkey on your old razor and take care of your own turkey leg with that lawnmower 5.0 ultra visit manscaped.com use code huddle for 20 percent off and free shipping enjoy thanksgiving in style with the lawnmower 5.0 ultra again that's manscaped.com use our code huddle for 20 percent off and free shipping gobble gobble with everyone fighting for attention how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy with constant contact Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. <laughs> and plus it's waterproof, you know, so you can groom it. You can do your grooming in the shower, wet or dry, whatever. And it, and let's face it, all we all want to look good, want to look our best before carving that turkey, right? Woo! <laughs> Plus, they have an LED spotlight on it, so you know you don't miss a spot, even yep. you know in low light situations. And uh, man, I, I'll tell you, I uh, I'm looking forward to it, right? Getting all groomed up and ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. Well, that's just it, man. And and holidays are right around the corner, too. So if you're looking for a gift for a friend, what, maybe a partner, anything like that, head on over to Manscaped. Check out the Manscaped Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. And bundle it, right? Any For men who you know go back for seconds, Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra is the ultimate bundle for the man who deserves it all. 
Again, that's 20% off free shipping with the code huddle at manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And I'm wanting to thank Broncos country for sticking by this football team, man. This has been a rough season. Things are turning around. I am so glad that this fan base didn't check out because I feel like we were on the verge. Tom, I, I was sick of writing about the same damn thing every week. So were you. Um, it's so less fun to have these shows, to do what we do, to bring you Broncos content 24-7 at milehighhuddle.com. There's no subscriptions, nothing like that. Uh, you don't have to pay for our podcasts either. I mean, we do this because we love it. I love it when the Broncos are winning football games. I love it when my kid can wear orange to school. I love it when the Broncos aren't the laughing stock of the league. I think teams are finally starting to respect this football team after beating the Chiefs at home in Denver and then going to Buffalo on Monday night. Yeah, and let's face it, it was embarrassing. I mean, that 70-20 to 20 loss, uh, I, I mean, everybody who's got to, keeps talking about we owe Vance Joseph an apology and all that, no, that was embarrassing. There's no apology necessary. <laughs> Thank you for turning it around. I will give thanks. But that's one of the worst losses in the history. Do we need to give thanks? Do we need to give thanks? That's the expectation. The expectation, I think, for any NFL defensive coordinator, because you're on something, Tom, should be to not get blown out by 70 points. That's the the floor, okay? Right. But I will thank him for making some changes and turning around that defense because they are playing tons better. Also, you know, they've made some changes uh, that were necessary. So they got Browning back, uh, which is great. They, you know, changed the safety out with PJ Locke. You know, they changed out some corners. That that all helped. So that, that you know, having that kind of, uh, you know, uh, ability to make those changes without, you know, sticking to your, you know, oh, well, we're going to do this the whole way because that would have been, that would have been a disaster. So that's helped make this more fun. And it is more fun when they're winning. I don't want to sit here and talk about, oh, let's talk about the draft next year already. And we're only in October. Let's talk about that. I hate doing that. I don't want to do it. Caleb Williams, Drake May. <laughs> right. You know, so it's way more fun when they're winning, but it's also fun to talk about the way they're winning. Right. They're it, the special teams. I, you've got to give your hats off to that returning. The, the special teams ha, on the Broncos have been so bad for so long. And now all of a sudden you're starting to see the return game coming on. The kick off is working. I know they had some issues on the kicking game. You know, they missed a extra point and they fumbled the snap and you know, the hold and it, it, it looked bad. I thought, Oh boy, we're, uh, this is going to be trouble here, but yeah, they ended up, yeah, they ended up uh, getting out there and and kicking it through when it when it actually counted. So you got to talk about special teams being good, and we just all we have to hope for is that the offense starts to click a little bit better, and then and then you're going to see a, a well-rounded team from my perspective, and that's that's what it takes to win in this league. Three phases working well, it's not going to work perfect every time, but three phases working well is going to win you plenty of football games. Well, they're getting there slowly but surely, right? It's truly one game at a time over there, and that's the way that they're taking it, and I think you give credit where credit's due to Sean Payton. Sean Payton realized this isn't working, not only this being the offense, but the team, defense, special teams. I need to try something different. We need to try something different. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to pretend I do per source. I'm just saying there's something going on over there that Sean Payton obviously shook up and said, look, I'm committing to my guys. We're not trading you. 
We're going to start winning football games if we do these things. And I think the team is bought in. And I think this team likes feeling this way. I think this team likes going to the grocery store now, right? I think this yeah. team likes celebrating uh, in Buffalo, staying the night on Monday night, flying back on Tuesday, right? These are all enjoyable things. Those are bonding experiences. Now, some of these guys aren't going to be here next year. That's the case every year, right? But you have to live in the moment, especially when these moments are rare and far and few in between. I do feel like Sean Payton deserves some credit right now. Um I'm not going to go crazy with that credit, right? I mean, again, Sean, you were brought here to get this team to postseason, and they're one one win away from 500. It's not good enough right now, so we got to keep it going. I'm excited to see where it goes. Mike Edel coming back, a $10 super. Mike, thank you so much for joining MHI and giving us all kinds of love. Great show, guys. Do you think we will have any edge in the pass rush because we know Dalton Reisner? Pastor Tan on Justin Jefferson? Also. Does Vance Joseph know about Dobbs? Absolutely love the show. Mike, we absolutely love you, man. Thank you so much for the kind words. And let's leave this up for just a second, Scott. There's a lot we got to get to in here. Pass rush has been driving me absolutely crazy because it's been so inconsistent. Uh, this edge unit needs to get some strength on it next season. I think these guys, you've got more finesse guys right now than you do absolute strength. And and that's what Randy Gregory was supposed to be, right? Yeah. That's what Frank Clark was supposed to be, even a veteran guy. We don't have that here. And you can tell the cover the cupboard is pretty bare. When it comes to PS2 on Justin Jefferson, man, that should be a good matchup. Uh, it was interesting to see how they use PS2, they being Vance Joseph and Sean Payton. Following the tight end, Dalton Kincaid last week, right? Wherever that offensive threat is, Pat Sertan is. He doesn't just lock down one side of the field. He doesn't lock down one receiver. I love that they use that versatility of him. But what do you think about Dalton Reisner? Dalton Reisner making his return to Denver, Tom. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Risner, I, yeah, Dalton Risner, I mean, as you used to call him, I should yeah, have said Risner. I don't know, man. He might have a little extra edge uh, on him, but uh, you know, I think Zach Allen has been playing incredibly well. He hasn't got a ton of sacks. Don't you know? That's the big eye popping thing. He's but playing I, much better. When I the first couple of weeks, I was like, "This is the this is a huge disappointment, a huge uh, money waste of a signing." But he has really come on. And you know if he if he flips over to uh, and faces uh, Reisner as uh, you know not Risner but Reisner, uh, I think uh, I think he's can have some have his way with him. You know I I really do. I don't, I'm not I'm not big on on Dalton Reisner, and and as far as VJ knowing Josh Dobbs, I don't know why he would. I don't think he's ever been a coach. Arizona, Arizona, because he was in Arizona probably for this last spell. But no, he got didn't he get traded? No, Arizona? you're right. He was. He was well. He in was just team, in Arizona. So, Arizona yeah, had know, dealt no. him. Arizona this, had well, dealt him to Minnesota because I think he was with a couple teams last. He bounces around. He Look at him. Twenty-seven. Uh, he was a twenty-seventeen. He was traded to the mm -hmm. Cardinals this season. So he was at Pitt in Tennessee before so he missed that. Him. So, yeah. So I don't know so what he, he has any intel or not. I doubt it. But 
I mean, they, they can watch film, you know, so they'll, they'll know something, but uh, yeah, I don't think he has any, any secrets inside, in, inside information. I'm not scared of Josh Dobbs. All right. No. Like I'm not scared of Josh Dobbs, but that also doesn't mean like it, two things can be true at the same time. Right. My guy ZB loves to say that. So got to give him credit, right? He didn't coin it, but always got to give him credit. Uh, two things can be true at the same time. I'm not afraid of Josh Dobbs in the Vikings offense, but I'm not confident in the pass rush of Denver's defense. That's an issue. I love the turnovers. Wonky things happen, right? Tipped balls, interceptions, things like that. Um, the Vikings put the ball on the ground a lot. Uh, Josh Dobbs in particular. He's fumbled 11 times in 10 games playing for the Cardinals and the Vikings in addition to throwing five interceptions. Now, Minnesota as a whole, they fumbled 17 times, losing 12 of them. So they coughed the football up a lot. That's why we need the pass rush back there. I'm thinking strip sack. I'm thinking turnover. I'm thinking big play, safety. We need those kind of plays to Josh Dobbs' credit. He's 2-0 and as the Vikings starter, right? He's also yeah. become the first player in NFL history, Tom, to amass 400 passing yards, 100, 100 rushing yards, and no interceptions in his first two games with a team. Yeah. Homeboy doesn't even know his guy's name. <laughs> Tom, yeah. he's out there. I'm like, I don't know. I know who Justin Jefferson is. I get, we could throw it that way. Josh Dobbs, I give him credit. He doesn't scare me, but maybe that's the problem. Maybe yeah. he's unsuspecting. Maybe he's the underdog, just like the Broncos, right? Nobody's respecting him. I'm sitting here. I'm like, yeah, Josh Dobbs fumbles a lot. He's winning games. Yeah. Well, so is Russell Wilson. <laughs> He's fumbling a lot and winning games too now. But that's he hasn't fumbled. He didn't fumble true. this last game. But no, that's the thing. The 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 Broncos. I don't think they're. I don't think they're at the point where they're going to be like, oh, we don't have to respect these uh, this team anymore. They're not. They have. They're still under five hundred. They still have a long way to go. And if they start to get cocky now, they're in trouble. You know, if if they're. Uh, eight and five, then they can maybe start getting a little cocky and thinking they can, they can beat, uh, you know, not overlook somebody, but I don't think they will now. No. And this team's not going to blow out anybody this year. This Broncos team is not going to like have, I don't think a double digit win this season. No, I don't. I, well, you never know. They no, might. no, they no, might. no. They, they, yeah, they can't they, even <laughs> six points on four. Turnovers, Tom, zero first win, downs. You know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Again, I, think I think they're off and yelling at you it up a little bit, but I'll, I will tell you, man, um, Josh jobs. That's a good story. I mean, it's kind of cool, but you know, when they're playing the Broncos, I hope he has a terrible game. So just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And right. I'm a Josh Allen guy. I, you know, put my Wyoming stuff away on, on, uh, on Monday night, Gina Cooper coming in. Always glad to see uh, you guys in MHH in here when the Broncos are winning. Yeah. Gina, we appreciate that. It makes life so much easier. It's fun to be at the water cooler at work or go out to dinner with some friends or, or, make plans with with your family over the broncos game that's what got me into it right sitting there with my family watching it it was the event of the week hasn't been like that for a long time tom i mean you know I, we we work it so while everybody else is drinking beer and eating you and i are sitting there taking notes and we're writing our articles from milehighhuddle.com where you can catch those articles as soon as the game is over um look man i love it I'm not going to apologize for any of it. I'm going to stick by my statement that Russell Wilson is not the quarterback of the future for the Denver Broncos. Now, what's the future? That's 2024 for me. I do think that the Broncos are probably going to move on from him. 
How easy would it be to, ah, I screwed that up. How easy would it be, Tom, to move on from a winning quarterback like Russell Wilson? Could you entice some teams? Could you try to dupe some teams into that contract? That's what I'm starting to wonder right now. I love winning. Don't get me wrong. But playoffs in this team, man, that's a long ways away. Well, I want to wait to see what happens the rest of the season before I make that decision. But I'll, I, I think Russell Wilson's around for two more years before they dump him. They're going to find his replacement. Oh. They're going to bring him in. But you're not going to see him gone until 2025. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. He's he's going to be around. They've got too oh. much money invested in him. If he's winning and playing well, and he has been playing well. I know he's had his mistakes. He's been playing like he played in Seattle, just what they traded for. I don't know why they gave him the huge contract, but they did. They are stuck with him for a while because the, the, the problem I have with it is if you you know try and get rid of him, you still got a dead cap hit. You're not going to get a benefit of having a you know young rookie quarterback on that rookie deal for you know the same length of time as it takes to kind of rebuild the team. And then you have a lot of holes, so you got to rebuild those holes. It's a lot harder, and it's hard to how do you do that when you say Russell Wilson is playing well and obviously has been a factor in that win in Buffalo. I know he made his mistakes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to defend sure. like make sure. sure he's perfect, but they don't win that game. If he doesn't scramble out there and throw that ball to Sutton. Now Sutton made a great catch. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was a hard catch to make. He no, they yep. don't win that. They don't win you know that game it? unless, unless Buffalo has 12 men on the field, Tom. It's that's true. what I mean. It's like true. that's, that's but where it they really is. Had, that wouldn't have been a problem. Had they not been able to convert that was fourth down. And he threw, well, let's and he, talk about all the th their misgivings. What about the PAT specialty? I mean, you're yeah. exactly right, though, right? Like, I'm. You're right. Russ played a very good game. He and he's playing inspired football right now. He looks like he's having fun to me. He doesn't look like he's panicking so much. And you've been on this for a few weeks now, saying that you know Russ is playing like Seattle Russ, not necessarily like I'm going to scramble for ten seconds every third down and and go get a first down with my legs. He can do that. We are seeing some of of it but what i mean is he's being a game manager a little bit more than trying to be the hero and that works that's part of the offensive game plan that right. shows me that he's he respects sean payton and he's bought into what sean payton's doing with him running the ball committing to running the ball i mean against the bills 38 rushes 122 yards um, that's a commitment to running the ball against the Kansas city chiefs, 40 rushes for 153 yards, green Bay, 25 rushes. So it's only gone up really when you look at the rush attempts and some of those are off platform and off scheduled sure. plays, right? Russ needs to get out of there, but this brand of servant leadership that Russ is offering this football team, I think is very commendable. And I respect him a lot for that. You know, when we were out there at training camp this last year, Tom, I, I said, in one of my articles, in my training camp journals, that Russ is finally one of the guys. He's not above the guys. Yeah. Well, right now, I think he's playing very good football. He's being a very good teammate, and he's comfortable in his own skin right now. It doesn't matter who won the game for the Broncos. This is a team sport, the last I checked. And every single one of those guys had their flaws against the Buffalo Bills. But it doesn't matter when you win as a team. And I said that in my article. I said I could have written a bunch of duds in there because they did mess up, but they also did just enough to win. And that's what it takes in the NFL. The Broncos were not doing just enough to win before. They haven't done just enough to win in a long time. Now they did. Give them credit. And another thing I'll say about Russell Wilson, the reason why people want to move off from Russell Wilson 
is because he's an expensive quarterback. You know how many cheap quarterbacks are out there? Plenty. You can, you can find a cheap quarterback anywhere. That doesn't mean they're any good. It's very, very hard to find a cheap, really good quarterback that you can build a team around. It's very hard. Look at the look at the teams that have drafted early quarterbacks. How many are still looking for a quarterback at this stage? It's not an easy hey, thing to do. Hey, Justin, Justin Fields, Tom. The Broncos <laughs> should have taken Justin Fields. Oh, head on over to at Luke Patterson LP on Twitter. You can see Nick Kendall and I fight about that. We've been fighting over it for years, and we're going to continue to fight about it. And, and Nick brings up a good point, right? Nick's a good friend, so we love to rouse each other. His point is, until you have that guy, you need to be willing to take a chance sure. to go get him. And I, I agree with that, too. I don't think it has to be one way or the other. Now, once you fall in love with the guy, once you know, you know, right? So uh, revisionist history. Mike Edel again, man. Mike, thank you so much. You've been super active tonight. Uh, I need this win, fellas, living in Minnesota. Go MHH. Yeah, go Mike, man, repping that orange in Minnesota. Um, the Vikings and the Broncos have a rich history, and not to spoil your show or anything for Friday morning, Tom, on Legends, but it looks like the Vikings are 8-7. and seven against the Broncos all time. So it's a close matchup in, in recent history. It looks like the Broncos and the Vikings played on 11-17 of 2019. Minnesota at Denver. Denver won that game 27-23 was the last time these two teams met. Before that, I remember when the Minnesota Vikings came to town on October 4th, 2015. And some guy named Peyton Manning, the sheriff, was playing in that game, a magical Super Bowl year. Mike, we're pulling for you, man. It's awesome to see Broncos country repping behind uh, enemy lines. Let's get to James here. James, I see you. Hey, Luke, what do you say for yourself bashing the team last week, saying they wasn't for real? They are for real and playoff bound. James, what do I say? I've been saying it the whole show. I'm pumped that they won, man. I'm pumped that I'm wrong in Pick'em. I'm pumped that uh, I've been wrong the last three weeks. I don't know who to pick this week. I, I wear that, but to suggest that this team is without flaw or to suggest that that game couldn't have been won by the Buffalo Bills is foolish. This team is full of flaws. I just got to talking about they've got one rushing touchdown, James, one the entire year, and we're sitting here talking about them like they're the best team ever. Four turnovers, six points they've capitalized on in four turnovers. That's an issue. Zero sacks, James. Man, that's an issue. How are you going to be a playoff team with some of those things, Tom? It's it's yeah. They're far away, right? So we got to take it a game at a time. James, I absolutely love it because we're about accountability on this show, man. So I appreciate you tuning in to MHI and keeping me accountable. Because Sometimes I get ornery. Sometimes I need to get put in check. You know, I was bashing the team too, man. You you can't have seen the first five or six weeks and not be down on the, what was going on. D now that they've turned it around, it's not that we're you know we're turning you know, pretending like we liked them all along. We didn't. Right. They were a terrible team, but now <laughs> they have done some things that we have picked up on and said yeah. this is starting to look like a better team. And I have probably more optimism for the playoffs than you do, and that's because I already shot yeah. my mouth off and said that if they beat those two teams in a row, they're going to the playoffs. I may live to eat my words, but I'll stick by. I don't them. know. I don't know. That's a rallying cry. I mean, like three primetime games yeah. wins against the Chiefs and the Bills. If you'd have told me that in week two, no way. In week three, no way after that Dolphins debacle. So I think we're well within our right to stand by some claims, but we also 
reserve the right to change our minds last time <laughs> I checked, right? I mean, like, yeah. that's just it. Sure. That's why this team is so intriguing, and that's why the debate wages on. Uh, whether that be on social media, whether Tom and I are screaming at each other on Wednesday nights, it's because they're, we're not sure what we're seeing, right? So we're feeling good in some areas and other areas you're feeling a little insecure and, uh, I'm not quite yeah. sure what to make of it, but when you put both of them together, the negative, the positive, what does it make? Exciting. This yeah. is exciting right now. It's an exciting time. The holiday seasons are here. The Broncos are winning football games. They're relevant. I mean, good Lord. Sometimes in this crazy world, we just need to take some of the positive. Broncos winning three games. I'm here for it, baby. Well, and that's what I said, too. Like, right after the game, I was like, because I talked about this leading up to it. I said, we'll know more about this team when they go into Buffalo. But at the same time, they kind of like, we don't know as much as I thought we were going to know. Because, now don't get me wrong, they created several turnovers. But they were also gifted that turnover when, yeah. you know, when Josh Allen, did, so for some reason, decided not to hand the ball off correctly. I don't know. They're, you know, the 12 men on the field, there there were a lot of drops. So th at the same time, it's hard to understand what this team really is. But I will tell you one thing. Their special teams is really a solid unit overall, which is good. Their defense is starting to come around. They have some problems with the running game for sure. Uh, they have some issues. They need to get more pressure. Their offense has kind of de declined, but that, but I, I will argue that that was the game plan. Like they didn't want to open it up because they were, they were playing it more safe. Like you said, game management type, but you're going to see them open mm -hmm. it up. But the biggest thing that uh, the biggest thing that gives me hope right now is the uh, lack of injuries, right? Because going into Buffalo, they were very healthy. They had some people on, on IR, don't get me wrong, but that's the thing. When you go, when you go, two guys uh, that were full participants, right? You're exactly right. They were completely healthy. I mean, two guys. It was it was Ben Powers and Baron Browning, I think, yeah. and they were both full participants at practice. And they brought that up at the telecast. Just to your point, I mean, this offensive line, all five starters. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that health and and so and there's only a couple starters that are on IR. There's three people that can come off of IR at any time, at almost really. So what I'm saying is the talent, when people start to get injured, the talent starts to even out. If you're healthy, that's why you can continue to start winning late into the year because the talent is depleted on some of the teams you're facing and you're healthy, your talent is still there. So if you were lacking talent in week one, week two, and week three, well, now it's starting to even out a little bit because right. you're, you're facing a team like the Buffalo Bills had like several starters out. Had those players been in, do you? I don't know if they would have won that game. Maybe they would have. I don't know. But that evens out. So that's what gives me the most hope. If they can continue to stay healthy, they're going to win games that you didn't expect them to win. Look at Cleveland. They just lost their starting quarterback, right? That's a big loss. Now, does that make right. When I looked at the schedule before, even before Buffalo, I thought that Cleveland game is probably going to be a tough one to win. I don't know if they can do it. That now... I, I think they can win it because they, they're throwing in, a, uh, you know, it's probably going to be um, Dorian Thompson Robinson, who, who th you know, he I think he threw uh, three or four picks in a game when he was starting. So, I mean, that's that evens out. That's why I have that's why I have hope. That's why I think that my shooting my mouth off is still uh, still viable if they can stay healthy. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. Health's a big part of it too. And then just knowing your role and being okay in that role. Again, I think we both are okay with Russell Wilson, the game manager. It wins football games. It won him a Super Bowl. Isn't that what a quarterback should be? 
I don't understand why. Since when did being a game manager become an insult, too? I see that argument out there on social media. Like, oh, he's just a game manager. Do you know how many teams would kill for a game manager to have somebody that understands the ins and outs? How refreshing is it? This Let's just go back to a few weeks ago. You know, when the Broncos were losing games, when the Broncos couldn't get out of a huddle, when there were delay of games over and over and over. Now, they got really close a few different times. Maybe they even got one against Buffalo. I can't remember right now. I think Tom. they did. I think they, they got did one. They had to call they, a timeout because they were getting. Okay. But I would say that Russ, was- Russ has been very aware of that. And yeah. that has been cleaned up. That's a huge testament to Russ. But you want to talk about speed and getting guys on the field. You just got done talking about special teams, baby. How about having that special teams unit ready to go? I mean, these are little things where guys are embracing their roles. Like, I'm not going to be pissed off just because I'm a special teams guy. It's like, no, this is my team needs me right now. I'm here leaving my ego aside and we're going to go. And I absolutely love it. Nobody's playing hero ball and they're winning games because of it. Now, Russell Wilson, when you do look at it, he ranks first in touchdown percentage, fourth in passer rating, third in touchdown passes. He's thrown 18 touchdown passes, already eclipsing, as the telecast mentioned on Monday night, his 16 total touchdowns from last year. But he's not doing it just being a, a world beater. And that's what our friend Zach Powers said earlier just a couple of minutes ago in the chat. He's not doing it by going yard and throwing like six touchdowns. In fact, he hasn't thrown 200-yard passing The last three weeks, 29 attempts. That's the most. Russ isn't being handcuffed. He's being asked to execute the game plan. And I'm okay with that. Folks should be too. And you know what else is very uh, intriguing to me, I guess I should should say going forward, is there a lot of little things that have changed? In fact, they were talking about Russell Wilson was kneeling when he was in the huddle and Sean Payton had him stand to be that much quicker so they can get, make sure that they're not, I mean, those are little things that you have to pay attention to. And if it's a bunch of little things that they're fixing, then the big things are going to start happening, right? That's, that's, you know, that's what the, uh, the the saying is you take care of those little things and the big things you don't have to worry about because they're already, you know, you've taken care of them with all the little things. So that to me is intriguing as well. Now I still, after (laughs) watching the first five weeks of the season, and still like that, it's still in my mind. It's hard for me to be like, okay, I, I'm bought in a hundred percent, but let's see what they do against the Vikings. Let's see what they do against Cleveland. And then, you, you know, it, 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 we may be talking about a completely different team in two weeks. Mm. It's almost like you're a little kid and you had a nightmare and you still wonder if the monster's under the bed, right? That's where we're at right now with this Broncos football team. You're trying to figure out like mom and dad just came and tucked you in, right? Maybe big brother, big sister, whoever you got all settled. That was the last three wins in prime time. Right now, mom and dad left and we're wondering, Ooh, is it still dark? Is it still scary in here? Or is it not so bad that we could continue to enjoy ourselves? Just like we enjoy ourselves every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Mountain, here on MHI. Gina Cooper weighing in, 999 Super. We got a lot of Ginas and Mikes in here tonight. That's cool, man. We've had doppelgangers and same names, and I love it. Definitely exciting. I mean, heck, just look at the standings across the NFL. With the AFC and the NFC playoff picture, it's definitely exciting football season and gina cooper's been looking at the stats i could tell gina saw that 18 percent playoff odd that the denver broncos are in there's a pff focus over on x social media whatever i gotta call it 
Chargers are coming in at 22%, the Broncos at 18 and the Raiders <laughs> still have that chance, hovering at 15%. Again, the Raiders have that win over the Broncos. Uh, Broncos hope to get some get back against the Silver and Black, but Tom, I think Gina's right here. She has tons of reason, as does Broncos country, to be excited right now. Crazier things have happened, not only in the world, but in the NFL as well. Teams have run the table. I'm happy, man. Gina's happy. Broncos country's happy. What say you? Should should this fan base be excited right now, or should we all yes. be afraid of the monster under the bed? We should be excited because it's been a long time since we could be. That, that, just have some fun. We're winning. Have some yes. fun. But here's the thing. You're you're right, Gina. I think nine and eight gets the seventh seed this year. The problem is Ooh. a nine and eight Denver Broncos team is going to need a little bit of help to get in because of what happened AFC. early in the season. 10 yep. and seven is a guarantee. I think it's guaranteed playoff spot. Maybe not. You're not going to win the division, but you're going to get at 10, seven, but I think nine and eight is getting a team in the playoffs this year. Maybe two teams because think about it. The Broncos are under 500. They win two games. They're there. They could be the seventh seed depending on how things fall full. Right. I mean, it's six and five. Ooh. They could be the seventh seed in two weeks. So it's not that big of a gap between where they are right now, which is 14th to getting to that seventh seed. And uh, yeah, I think, I think they could, that's four. They have to win five. They have to win five games over the, this eight. You have to go five and three and they can get in the playoffs at nine. They need help. I think they'll need some help, but they could do it. And that's, I mean, the way they're playing in three doesn't seem unrealistic. It doesn't. No, not at all. And I, uh, wow. Five and three. I like it, Tom Broncos. Cause put that down five and three, right? You want to win them all. But when you yeah. eventually sustain another loss, which the Broncos will, I'm not going to say probably they will. I, they're not going to win outright. That's too big a task and they have too many flaws. But Gina, keep that optimism and keep rocking with us every Wednesday night on MHH and MHI. We appreciate all of y'all. Jasmine, what is up? Jasmine's been doing some traveling. A very generous 999 super. I saw Jasmine on X or social media the other day. And when her and her husband were traveling, they didn't have means of watching the game or, or radio or anything like that. Mile High Huddle had Jasmine's back. If you head on over to at Mile High Huddle on X every game day, uh, the game's being transcribed in real live time. The major plays keeping you up to date. So, again, if you can't head on over to milehighhuddle.com, if you can't just listen to a pod, if you can't tune up the radio or the TV, Head on over to at Mile High Huddle. We really appreciate the support, Jasmine. Hopefully you and your family are doing well during this Thanksgiving time. Again, we're about one week away from Thanksgiving. Time is absolutely flying, and I guess it goes a little quicker when you're having fun, Tom, right? That's the old expression, time flies when you're having fun. Winning's fun because when the Broncos were losing games, it felt like September was just dragging yeah. on and on. I couldn't wait to get to the trade deadline. Yes. Now? The Broncos, after the trade deadline, go out Buffalo. They do what they got to do. They're coming back Sunday night football, man. It's exciting to have the Broncos back on TV. I think the Broncos are one of those historic franchises that when they do well, the rest of the NFL does well, and the NFL enjoys the Broncos' success. Well, here's the reason why we all should be excited over this holiday weekend, especially if the Broncos win on, on this Sunday. Four weeks ago, would you or anybody in this chat had been talking, even, even David McGillrath, who was 
12 yeah. and 4 all the way. Yeah, he's he, he like David, David would have. 6 and 11, right? <laughs> but now we're talking the playoffs. Whether they make it or not, that 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 doesn't matter, right? We're we are right now talking that there is a potential for them to go to the playoffs. That is exciting. Embrace it right now. Have fun with this team. If they don't make it, they don't make it. But right now it's time to have fun. If they start losing, then we can be miserable again. But let's be fun while we can. Let's be fun. Let's keep having fun. We got two Dugs in here too, by the way. So we got like six yeah. Mikes. We've got two Genas. We got two Dugs in here. Todd, I wonder if we got six Todds in here. I wanted to read <laughs> Douglas Wall's comment. Thank you for tuning in on MHI, Doug. Uh, Luke, would you shave your head if the Broncos went out the rest of the season? You're damn right. Not only would I do that, I would shave this beard too. I haven't shaved my beard. I've been growing a beard probably. I, th- I was talking to my wife. It was the only New Year's resolution I've ever really kept. And it was like nine years ago. So coming up on a decade, right? I haven't had a clean face. So, uh, yeah, absolutely I would do that. Let's make that a fun little bet, Doug. For sure. Mark it down November 15th here on MHI. Uh, I absolutely. Luke Patterson, give my head and my beard if the Broncos went out the rest of the season. Do have some long hair under this cap, too. So some people would probably be okay with it. Uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. We're in our final little segment right now here on MHI where you can catch Tom and I every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Mountain. Tom, I'm not going to put you on the spot right away because I know you've got Legends on Friday morning and then you've got OBV with Ron White on Saturday night at 6 p.m. Mountain. But how are we feeling about the Vikings game? I'll be completely honest. I've got mixed feelings. I haven't. I can't remember the last time I picked the Broncos to win. I, I have to go back and search in our Slack app and our team communications for Mile High Huddle. I mean, I'm really leaning towards a Broncos victory, especially at home. This is where Mile High Magic happens. When the fan base is back into it, they're checked in. You get those goosebumps at the stadium. It's Sunday night football. I mean, ah, I think the stage is going to be grand. I think that players are going to show up for it. I'm feeling really optimistic right now about the Denver Broncos beating the Minnesota Vikings. I, I am too. I'm. I, I still, you know, we still have, like you said, that uh, monster in the closet. Are they going to? Are they? <laughs> are they going to come out and, and lay a stinker at home? But the way they've been playing, it's hard. It's hard not to to pick them. I mean, they, it really is. I mean, they they have won two really good games now that didn't look great against the bills but they won it they kicked the crap out of the chiefs i'm I, i'm gonna keep talking about that until i until they uh don't beat them again they they whip, whip the chiefs all right uh, with the vikings coming in i think a renewed energy in the stadium you got the crowd i think people are going to be uh you know there's going to be a lot of uh, broncos fans yelling i think it's going to be tough for dobbs to work his magic like he has the last couple weeks you know just coming in and, and doing it yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna go. I've been picking them to lose, and, and I don't want to ruin that streak, you know. Like, cause I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather be wrong every week and have the Broncos win. But yeah, I, I think I'm gonna pick them to win just because I think they can at this point. I think they really can win. Well, and stay tuned, right? You have until Friday, Broncos country. Every Friday, Chad releases our MHH staff pick them, if you will. Tom, I don't. Are you still on top right now? Are you still winning that? I've been bragging on you yeah, for weeks now, I, and now I actually got to check it. I think I'm tied with somebody right now. I think All I'm right. tied. I think I'm at, yeah, I, because I, I I can't remember if I picked the Packers game. I think that's what I, I wasn't totally negative the whole time. So I picked them to win against the Packers, <laughs> I think. But yeah, I have not picked them to win the last two weeks, so I'm falling back to the pack, which is fine. I want I'd rather be wrong. I'd rather yeah, check out our 
check out our picks on Friday. That'll be at myhighhuddle.com. You're by the numbers for this week's opponent. The Minnesota Vikings will also be up by the end of the week. And my keys to victory against the Minnesota Vikings. I turned those in today. Those will be up at the end of the week as well. Mike S., great show. Luke, Thomas, and the chat, man. The chat brought the fire tonight, man. We had so many Dugs and Mikes and Ginas. And, uh, but overall, we had optimism, man. We had so much optimism. We have folks uh, cooking dinner. Michaela Israel, she's like, great show, guys. I'm, co- I'm listening while cooking. Shout out to you and Cooper. Um, no, man, this is good for our health, man. The Broncos winning football games is good for our soul. It's good for the economy. It's good for us here at MHH, man. This is what we do. This is why we love the Broncos. The Broncos haven't always been a bad football team. They have much more hardware and respect historically than many franchises would ever hope to get. Uh, we have to remember that in the grand scheme of things, but it's even easier to remember your Bronco pride when they are winning. I am picking the Broncos. I'm just going to do it right now. I don't have a score, but I'm picking the Broncos over the Vikings. Stay tuned right. on Friday for my official score. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on the All Broncos right. this week. So yes. uh, I don't know. Here, but here's my problem. When the Broncos are hot, the CU buffs are not. I don't know what's going on up there, Coach Prime. We got to figure this out in the finale, baby, because I can't be having these teams flip-flop like that. It was a super fun show, guys. Thank you so much. This hour goes by so damn quick. Head on over to social media on X and reach out to Scott at Scout Kennedy. If you'd like to reach out to Tom, that's at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly at Luke Patterson LP. We would greatly appreciate a follow as well. Head on over to the mothership on Twitter at Mile High Huddle. Again, head on over to milehighhuddle.com. Check out all of our up to the news or up to the minute news analysis and articles. Head on over to mhhmerch.com. Get your swag on. Grab yourself an MHI hat. Um, there's also tons of swag to grab for, for gifts, right? The holiday season's here. So make sure you're doing that. We appreciate all of our Facebook listeners and audience over at facebook.com forward slash Maha huddle pod. Leave us a review wherever you get these podcasts as well. We do go through these. We want to improve. We want to make sure we continue to bring you guys all of your Broncos coverage. Tom, this is fun, man. Let's keep it going, baby. I want to come in here next week, the day before Thanksgiving, talking about four games in a row against those damn Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, me as well. And I want to see a little bit of Mile High Magic come back, right? Because I remember in the early 90s, it was a Minnesota Vikings in Mile High Stadium. And it was a wide open receiver, caught the ball, running down the field, trips over his own feet or over the turf or something. And the Broncos ended up winning by three points. It was like, it was nuts. It was my, I want to see that back. The old mile. This is the game. I hope there's a little. A little old Mile High Magic comeback. But, yeah, you're right. I'm having a lot of fun. This has been always a fun show, but it's more fun when when the Broncos are winning. So there you go. Yeah, let's keep it going, (laughs) Broncos country. Be good to each other out there. Keep the debates going on, and let's stay united in orange. Broncos country, this is the winning way. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos.